I know you look really amazed. Like, I'm too stupid to come up with a way to, like... No, I don't look amazed at your idea. No, first of all, my face isn't amazed. My face is confused. We should not release this episode. (laughs) This is you. I have, like, all these people don't have a solution. Like, come on, people, where's the solution? I have a solution. While we're recording a podcast. I have a solution. I'm like, what's the solution? You're like, it's a secret. You wouldn't understand. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. (laughs) Hi, Abigail. Hi, Amanda. Something really scary just happened in LA. I don't even know how to think about it or how to process it. Is this a personal experience you had? Well, I tried to have it because I went outside and I looked in the sky for it. But no, it's because of, I was on Instagram and I was scrolling through all these posts and there was a lot of posts about this strange light in the sky. God, you make every time you talk about social media, I'm so relieved that I like don't use it. Like I like I don't know how else to explain it. I know that makes me sound like old and like an asshole. But like you, you're like there were all these posts and I'm like oh, uh, like it like it feels it's like when I'm sitting with people who have push notifications on their phone and we're sitting there and oh, the ew. phone just keeps flashing ew. like it just yeah. keeps flashing oh. that's how it feels like when you describe your feeds I'm like all oh, the flashing dude I don't have push notifications on any of my apps email nope Instagram nope Twitter nope I have no push notifications you have text at all mes- text um, messages. Text messages, that's it. And sometimes I mute those. I have you muted because we text so often that, like, I can't handle the 27 messages I get every eight minutes. So I just know to check it, like, every three seconds or whatever and look for it. But yeah, yeah, it's always the top of my feed and it's always red. So I'm like, well, it's Abigail texting me. But I had to mute it because we text so much that you're the only person I've muted on my text. I have WhatsApp muted for our group conversation similarly because sometimes they get out of control. I don't know. I have everything muted, I guess, is what I'm learning. Anyway, so there's uh, all these Instagram posts about a scary light in the sky right now, today. People were freaking out about it earlier, losing their minds. I went outside to look. I didn't see anything. I came back inside, and by the time that I did, it said that it was a SpaceX rocket launch. And that was the explanation as to why. But it was a crazy light in the sky, crazy, like, you know, smoke and all this stuff. So people were freaking out. But isn't like I, I feel like rockets launch on a fairly regular basis. So why is this time different? Like, not to be all conspiracy yeah. theory, but like, did like someone plant this story? SpaceX. I'm looking at you. No, it's. I think it's a normal thing. I think it's. I think it's real. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know enough about it. But I just know that they're taking. They're taking claim for it. They're saying, yeah, that's us. Well, so like Planet Money recently did a whole Planet Money the Planet Money's one of my favorite podcasts. But they did this whole four four part series recently, like in the last month or so, um, where they basically like teamed up with a satellite company and they explained the whole process of like getting a satellite and how you get it and then the rocket and launching it and then what it can do, which by the way is everything. Satellites can see it all. Should we get one? Should the um, Two Girls Talking podcast community sponsor a satellite? I mean, yes. And this is a yes and. Mm-hmm. 
What do we want to take pictures of, though? What about, like, um, the rapidly, like, glaciers that are losing water? Or, like, something that would be useful to society? Like, how can we help society by, like, providing information? Well, I mean, a lot of those things are already being done. Okay, well, I mean, if it's not going to be completely petty and it's not going to be completely altruistic, what should it be? The people, the people, the people that they interviewed on Planet Money said that like everyone's first thing they say is like North Korea. No way, really? Yeah, they're like, they're like, I want to see my house and I want to see North Korea. You can see your house on fucking Google Earth. Why do you need to see it? Because Google Earth isn't current. By the way, John has a conspiracy theory that Google Earth got worse over the past couple years because of, like, lawsuits and stuff. He's like, you used to be able to zoom down to, like, a foot of a square foot of grass, and now you can't see shit on it. He's, like, very upset about that, you know? I mean, I don't know. He could be right. I don't know. He looks at Zillow. No, he looks at Zillow every day. I believe he's right. I'm just surprised he uncovered this conspiracy <laughs> by Google Earth to, like, provide subpar data. <laughs> But I mean, I believe he's right. He looks at it every single day. <laughs> at your same house? No, he looks at new listings every day. Oh, he's okay. a real estate czar who yeah. doesn't buy real estate. He's into it, though, you know. Are you drinking out of a tiny Home Depot jar? What is that? <laughs> it does kind. Of, it is. It does look like Home Depot orange, huh? Like it looks like a Home Depot bucket, but for little people, for like a dollhouse. For like a. A tiny plant. Okay, so it holds 4.5 ounces of wine in it. So it does hold a, like a technical glass of wine, even though it is a tiny little cup like a child would use. It is from Japan. And Play-Doh thing. I got it when I was in Japan. And I actually got it. There was like a set of them that came in a little container. It's all very cute. Um, and it's great trailer stuff and using the small glass um keeps me from drinking too much not if you keep pouring into it the problem with me is that it doesn't i'll keep pouring into whatever i have my mouth whatever (laughs) so it's better to have a tiny glass than a giant glass and sometimes i don't finish the tiny glass now obviously that might be the second or third tiny glass but i don't finish it and it's a lot easier to be like oh yeah no i do want to go to bed and not drink what's left in here like i feel a lot less guilty than if it was a bigger glass abigail can i I ask you a question yes can i refill my glass while you ask it sure what's your favorite facial expression that you get to see on a regular basis listeners abigail is cradling the box of wine and dispersing its contents into her tiny orange glass that is a little bigger than a thimble and smaller than a water glass. Like a doll's glass meant to make you feel like a giant where you're like, oh, I'm a giant. Like Harajuku cosplay of some sort. Like, <laughs> I'm a large person. Let me experience Japanese culture as being tiny. It holds, She's... It holds 4.5 ounces. That's not tiny. Also, I want to ask you about Christmas presents. What's the best Christmas present you ever got? And what's the best Christmas present you ever gave? Do you celebrate Christmas? Maybe I'll ask you. Okay, what was the question? What's the best facial expression? Facial expression that you see on a regular basis. Eyes rolling 100%. (laughs) Tell me more. 
Or even better, like eyes rolling I see on a regular basis, but even better is a situation, especially with someone you don't know well, where you can tell that they are rolling their eyes internally, where their face is just kind of strained, like they're trying really hard not to show emotion. Yeah. Like sometimes like with my job, sometimes I'll be on a conference call with clients and someone will say something crazy and then someone else will be like... My face is not moving at all now. Just yep. frozen. That like that gives me life. Just like knowing that like someone else is feeling such disgust Ugh. for the human race. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, I think. And then I mean, oh. yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Eyes rolling for sure. What about you? So I only get to see it maybe once or twice a year, but it's the intake of breath and the like wincing that my tax accountant does when she tells me what the amount is going to be whether it's $111 which is the amount I owe for 2016 or whether it's thousands and thousands of dollars which is the amount I owe for 2015 she always is like oh like she doesn't want to tell me but she is the one the bearer of bad news and yeah she has to, like, i'm surprised she winces still even though that's like all she does like i mean everyone's like that's her whole job is to tell people how much they owe like it's not a surprise i know no it's not a surprise to her at all and i think she knows right away like i think she knows within looking like instant like an instant of looking at any of the documents i think she knows but she plays along. We talked for like an hour and a half today in general, like just about life, everything. But at two, we did taxes for 2015, 2016 because I'm an irresponsible human. Good for you, man. No, I mean, it doesn't. No, it's not irresponsible. It's hard to do things. It's really hard to do things when you're really depressed and sad all the time. Well, and most people, maybe... like if people have opinions about that, they're probably people who like taxes are really easy for them to do because they just have one job and it's just like already gets all taken out. Like if you don't have it that way and you're self-employed, it is really complicated. It's so complicated. I was really afraid for so long of doing them that because I like thought that all of the um, deductions would be bad. I thought I was going to owe like $10,000, which I didn't, but like, who knows, you know, like I feel like it's a mystery and it's a guessing game and who knows how much you're going to owe. And I got really scared and I didn't want to do it. And so I obsessed for two years about how much I was going to owe and how much I wasn't going to, you know, be okay. And I went and did all of it today and I owed so much less than I thought. And it's, it's a drop in the bucket compared to like what I thought, you know, it's, it's fine. It's all fine. And I had a tax lady do it so that I knew it would be above board. So I knew it'd be like legal. So I knew it'd be correct. Cause that's all I care about. I just want it to be right. You love, you love a rule. Uh, and she knows all the rules, you know, and I'll be like, Hey, here's my like list of things, deductions. I think I can take. And she's like, that's pretty cute. We're going to take half of that one. That's not right. And I'm like, well, I tried. And she's like, I know you did, but we're, you're like all of my rent for at least the last six years. I know. And she's like, that's adorable. How much did you actually, she's a stickler, man. She, yeah. She's a straight shooter. And so I feel very comfortable because she's not a cheater. You know, she's not like a rule bender. She knows what's real. Like if I was doing your taxes, you'd be like, <laughs> It just feels great. I feel so glad to have that off my chest, off my plate. I don't, and there's nothing that I owe to anybody at this point other than the government, obviously lots of money, and but Sally there's May. nothing that's like, yeah, and Sally May, but there's nothing outstanding. You know, there's no like tasks that I need to do per there's se. There's no mystery. 
there's no unknowns. There's there's what it is that I know, and I know that I'm a shitty person who can't do money, and that's yeah, fine. I like I feel this big like fear about my 2017 taxes. Like, what will I owe? So what I want to do is I want to like do all the math as soon as possible, and then file a deferment so I have till October to pay the mystery amount. The deferments are where I live. I live in that October country. You and quote, Margaret Rose Weedman, my grandmother. Me and Ray Bradbury, your non-grandfather. We love the October country. Who plays a- Ray Bradbury in the movie? Jesus Christ, he's not in a movie. But, okay, imagine it. Take us there. Shit, nobody looks like him. What about, like, Chevy Chase, but old? Ew, I think you're right. Damn it. Oh. Dude, I can never do casting. He needs to gain some weight or something, but maybe. Oh, that's really close. I just close. feel like his cheeks could really get there, you know? Maybe Dustin Hoffman, actually. Who's also a sexual predator. Did you know that? I was going to say, isn't he problematic? All of every man is, apparently, is what we've learned this year, is every man's put his hands and dick where he shouldn't. So There's not much I can add to that. Nope. Dude, I keep getting really enraged because everybody on Twitter is like, let's keep acknowledging this problem. And I'm like, yeah, we all know what the problem is. Does anybody have any solutions? I have a solution. It's not getting pushed through as fast as I want, but I have a solution. My solution is that a company should create a film fund to specifically fund films made by women. I feel a lot better about how much wine is left in here now that I've ripped the bag out of the box. Jesus Christ. Dude, I do that at the Arclight. I take that bag out of the box, I put it in my bag, my purse, and then I pull it out and make myself a little treat during the movie. And it's and John wants to divorce me every minute of every day. That's fine. I got my bag. I really wanted to be a nun for a while. Really? When I was school. Yeah, I really did. I looked into, like, nunneries where I could go. I had a place on the East Coast all picked out to go to. I was very convinced. What did but, you, you know? What did you, what did you like about it? Rules, obviously. Obviously the rules. Oh, my God. Like, perfect. Um I like that you didn't have choices. I like that you didn't have options. I like that it was simple. I like that you didn't have to think. And I liked that you could spend your life doing something valuable and servicey. And I was I was very taken by the idea that you wouldn't have to like decide. Yeah. I I thought that was the best option. I was like, man, you know, I really would like to spend my life doing something valuable and to follow a set of rules and to follow like a plan that someone has that I don't have to come up with sounds perfect. And I can devote myself to a life of service as long as I don't have to create it. And I really think that was the way out. Like I was, yeah, I think it's a cop out, honestly, very, a big cop out. And in some ways, in some ways, because it is that, that makes it like a really beautiful sacrifice, but it also makes it really attractive as a cop out, which is why like, and this isn't about you, like, but this is why, like, gay men joined the priesthood. You know what I mean? Like, because it was like, I can't figure out real life. Yeah. There's no, no options for me. Yes, I can choose a life of service where I don't have to make decisions. 
I felt like that, honestly. I'm not a gay man, but, like, I felt like that where I was, like, I don't want to make choices about my future. I don't want to make choices about sexuality. I feel very unwanted by men. I feel very much like my desire is a burden for men. I feel like I should just devote myself to doing good things. And this is a system in which it would be easy to lose yourself. And I think that losing myself could have a lot of good ends. You know, like, there could be a sure. lot of goodness yeah. that, like, not having myself. Which is probably always true and takes on different language depending on whatever culture it's being communicated in. I do miss having a cat. Yeah, I do miss having a cat. It would be very sweet to have an animal in my life. I know, I want you to have a cat so bad. Even in my life, like... It definitely makes things less convenient. Obviously, like, I prefer it to not having them. But I'm like, yeah, no, it, like, the like I spent so much of my adult life not having a pet. Yeah, I mean, we had pets my entire childhood, every minute of my life. Me too. Since I was zero to 18. So, like, I've had a lot of pets in my life. And then I had pets when I was older. But, yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like I might want to dog which is crazy I don't really like dogs but like my friend recently adopted an elderly dog Hannah is coming down for a couple months I'm so excited to see her um she ever she recently adopted an elderly poodle who's very cute named Jerry which I think is hilarious his name is Jerry anyway so I keep thinking like maybe some sort of adult old dog would be nice but then they die and then it's sad so I don't know also, dogs are so much work and cats are so easy. And I, right. I like cats a lot. Their temperament a lot better. Can I ask you a question about 2018? Sure. What's the one lesson you've taken from the 2017 that you're going to apply in 2018? I definitely like one big thing of 2017 is just like learning about how like shit works and how shit breaks and just this knowing about like, mechanics again i'm trying to keep it a little like more general Relate- relatable yeah sure um but just like the idea that anything can be troubleshooted how about you what have you what are you bringing no that's not enough please oh. you you shoved me off without an answer anything can be troubleshooted come on that's no life that's what are no you personal- looking for a personal life lesson, a wrenching account of true vulnerability. Take us there. I don't know if I've had that. You don't have anything vulnerable that's happened to you that you're going to, like, take forward? Well, I mean, every minute, I guess, you take forward. Sure. What is yours? Give me your vulnerable moment, and maybe that will help me see into my heart. I feel like self-awareness. Like, I feel like other people have shared their self-awareness with me this year, and it's brought me to my own level of self-awareness, of realizing the things that are wrong in my life or the things that need to change. And I think that in 2018, is going to be a big year of, like, renewal, change, and I hope, like, bringing good stuff in and taking things that are expired out, you know? 
I mean, I think that is a super great way to view the year. I don't know if that's any more transparent than what I said. I mean, I feel like that's general good vibes. Like, yeah, like, let's make it happen. Okay. All right. Sure. I guess ask a more specific question if you're looking for some sort of, like, uh, sharp vulnerability. Show me some sharp vulnerability, bro. So you've got nothing. In terms of sharp vulnerability? In terms of a specific question, if you want me to provide content. Uh, how will you be more open with people in 2018 than you were in 2017? Uh, you know, honestly, it's not important to me to be open with people. Really? Why? Uh, I mean, maybe it, when I'm older or after time, I might feel differently. But in general, like being open with people is more about me feeling validated by other people and less about any sort of like human connection i get that what's your question for me i don't have i'm not here for the therapy session i didn't prepare a list of probing thoughts it's our it's our year-end list episode (laughs) why aren't you prepared for the year-end episode I mean, to be clear, there are two episodes before... Listeners, she's mugging for the camera. She's mugging for the camera right now with no one appreciating it, just so you know. Flicking her hair. Won't even answer a question or ask a question. Just... I answered the question. I said that being open with people isn't really important to me. Sure. So dreams dashed. Move on. I get it. Which seems like a vulnerable answer per your demands. It is. I told you I would give you a vulnerable answer if you asked a more specific probing question. And now what? You want a specific probing question? Yes. I want to have fun here. I want to talk about my feelings. Um, What is the feeling that you're most afraid of in 2018? Loneliness, I would say. Yeah. I hate feeling alone, and I'm afraid I'm going to feel very alone in 2018. You know what made me feel very alone? This is both positive and negative, per your uh, own personal fears. Metric, yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, Being in therapy. Like, I think you could literally not change anything else about your life and be in therapy, and that would, like drive it home that like no matter what your actual situation is like in the end you're alone um here's a joke life moment i got a hundred dollar gift card from my work for being a good worker I don't know why they gave it to me, actually. And I went to Trader Joe's, and I spent, like, $60 of it. And I've tried twice more to spend the rest of the money on the card, and it hasn't gone through. Are you trying to spend more than what's on the card? No, I'm trying to spend less. I always try to spend less, like, because I figured it wouldn't go through if it was more. Yeah, it's, so like, it can right, be I'll weird sometimes where you like, have to do the yeah. exact amount or whatever. Exactly. I try to spend the exact amount twice. It hasn't worked. So I went today and looked up. <laughs> and it looks like I tried to spend it somehow at a gas station that I don't remember doing this. 
and it didn't work. But for some reason, they're trying to take out the full amount of what the card's worth on that purchase, even though there wasn't actually a purchase. It was just I sold the card in and out. Yeah, it hasn't reconciled, and that was on the 17th, and I didn't charge anything to it. I ended up charging a different card, and it's still like, I'm confused forever. I don't understand. But, I mean, my life's a joke. I tried to put cards in a yeah. machine and then didn't do it, so. No, I, I, I've I learned the hard way about gift cards and how you have to, like, use them in really specific situations. Mm-hmm. And not just plug them into a machine and hope for the best. I hear right. you. Not use them like we use all other plastic. Get just me out shoving. of this awkward situation. Hope this works. Hope this works. Nope. It's not going to work. You didn't do anything. What's your joke life moment, Abigail? Let me think of one. Hang on. Does it have to do with Bitcoin? You mean my whale moment? <laughs> I like that story. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know if I don't know if I can tell it in a way that's like funny to anyone else. I mean, I think it's funny because I think we've all been in situations where all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you weren't telling the truth and you didn't know how to deal with it. Okay, so okay, so uh, Bitcoin has been a bit of a, a zeitgeisty. <laughs> it's been having a moment, we'll say. Um. And Amanda got real into it. I'm going to, this is going to be both of our joke life moments. I mean, you're the catalyst it for is. my joke it life moments. It is both of our moments. Yeah, sure. So Amanda got really into like tracking what was going on um, and predict, like basically within a month, Bitcoin grew like a thousand percent. Crazy big numbers. If you put in $10, you were like a millionaire, you know, it's all happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is getting sweeped up in the momentum, including Amanda. Um, and she was like, we really need to invest. We're going to double our money in like a week. Bitcoin's going to go from 15K to 30K in the next week. Yep. Because um, I know a lot about Bitcoin, so everyone listen to me. Yeah, no, Amanda had read a lot of articles the same day that everyone was writing them because of the <laughs> moment it was having. I mean, she was right there. She was <laughs> she was on the front lines that day. This is, this is only funny because of how it's now and that was then. That's hilarious. Uh, and so, and I had... All of these repairs I had to pay for that all happened at once on my like truck and my trailer and whatever. And I was like, man, if we could just make some money fast, that would be great. And Amanda was like, we can make money fast. That is what is happening with Bitcoin. We're going to be rich. It's all happening. We got it. Like Amanda's like, I just wish I had more capital. I would just like throw it all in. Like, I just wish I had gobs of money. I would put it all into Bitcoin. It would double overnight. And then we would have, we would live on the beach. You could pay for all your repairs. It's, it's all going to happen. Everything she's saying is true. I did say those things. Um, And I was like, okay, we'll put $300 in of our company savings slash my personal savings. And I considered putting in more money based on Amanda's like fervent belief about how it was going to double overnight. But also, I was like, eh. I mean, 
Speculative deregulated currency? Who knows? Question mark. Shoulder shrug. Yeah, I'm risk adverse. Uh, so, uh, and I was like, well, we're not in this for the long game, so we need short game returns fast. We don't have enough savings yet to put investments into long game investments, which I totally believe in. <laughs> so I put in $300 uh, and download the at the height and download yeah at the height of the craze because you know that's about (laughs) the moment amanda decided it was you know what was gonna change our lives worth it yeah Um, and (laughs) so i like put the money in and i download the app on my phone so i can like join the addiction of like watching our money grow overnight it's like waiting for christmas morn but better because you're just watching you're just watching your money turn into more money i mean who doesn't love dollar sign emoji all the way and so it was on the forefront of my mind and i ended up like hanging out with a group of people that same day and because it was on the forefront of my mind i asked what felt like a breezy question but i had also been influenced by the same witchcraft that had taken an amanda where apparently it's just normal to like talk about bitcoin 24 7 so i'm like guys like uh is anyone like invested in bitcoin it's been super crazy lately am i right like i'm just trying to like (laughs) I'm just trying, like, I think, like, everyone surely has invested, and I'm just, like, I'm just looking cool. Like, I I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be, like, a know-it-all or, like, better than anyone. I was, like, surely this is what everyone's talking about. I can, like, be, like, I can talk about Bitcoin, too. Yeah, like, Amanda has fed me the talking points for socializing with other people. I'm ready. Bitcoin, what's up? And one of my friends was, like, Oh, yeah. Like, one of my new friends. Like, I don't know these people well. But is like, oh, yeah. Like, so-and-so was just complaining this morning because he bought Bitcoin, like, a year ago. But then he sold it because it wasn't doing anything. And now he's, like, kicking himself because he'd be so rich. Classic. Classic mistake. Right? Am I right, lady? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, ha-ha. Yeah. Volatile markets. <laughs> it's uh, And... Uh, and so I'm just kind of like, uh-huh, Bitcoin, hashtag cryptocurrency. And then someone asks me, they s- point blank, oh, do you have Bitcoin? What happens from that point on? What words do you say, would you say? I say, yeah, it's it's exciting. Vague affirmative responses. <laughs> and they say, oh, my God, that's amazing. When did you buy when did you buy, Abigail, would you say? <laughs> Ten minutes ago, my friend. What's the answer you gave, though? The answer I gave was big. Like, <sighs> how big? I think I tried to... You know how sometimes you can use the word few and really, like, not answer the question at all? It was that kind of vague. I feel like maybe I said a few weeks or, like, I was like, oh, a while back or, like, oh, like, not that long ago. But, like, yeah, I have it. Like, I'm I'm just kind of, like, at this point, it's like I'm treading water. Yeah. 
And like, it doesn't matter because the second my friend realizes that I have Bitcoin, he feels excited to know me. A Bitcoin whale yeah, in the wild. <laughs> right. What? And he's like, wow. I'm excited <laughs> to know you. And I know how much Bitcoin you actually the $300 have. that I've previously, you know, admitted on the podcast. So my friend, yeah, my friend is like, wow. So like, like, are you like doing pretty good? Like, this is great. Right. And I'm like, and then I like, don't know what to do. Like, I just. Like it's all like it's all like I'm just like oh Jesus Christ like what's happening I don't know what to do like I started the conversation just because I wanted to like talk about something hip and neat not because I was trying to like invent finance. Uh, but then I so he's like trying to like figure like he's like oh this is really cool and in my head I'm like you don't have to say like any numbers because like that, like people know not to ask how much your salary is. People know not how to blah, blah, blah. You don't owe anyone any information about finances because at this point I'm like, and yeah. at this point I'm like, it'd be awkward. Yeah. Like I don't know this person well enough. And I sound like I would sound like such a douche if I was like, well, it's just $300. And I lied about when I got it. Cause it was this morning. It'd be too weird to be like, I just bought $300 worth of Bitcoin like 10 minutes ago. These people can't know that about me. I need to seem like a high roller to them. So then, yep, tell so me then I said, yeah, I mean, I should have gotten out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, <laughs> I'm laughing too hard. I said, I wish I had gotten that yesterday when it was at 17.5. Like, I would have done really well if I had done that. But it's gone down again, so I'm going to wait till it gets back up there again. Which was all a lie. You bought way after that. So, yeah, I do <laughs> wish I'd sold at 18K. Yeah, I wish, all, I wish all of the above was true. It's my favorite story ever where all of a sudden you're like, uh-oh. I'm being painted as a multimillionaire. How do I play into my new tricky Uh-oh, role? I worked myself into a situation where I can't complain about how much it costs to fix my car. So yeah, that's my joke life moment. I accidentally acted like a micro investor in cryptocurrency. Yep, and now Bitcoin's been crashing the past couple of days. Who knows when this episode comes out in May 2018 <laughs> if it'll be crashing then too. Maybe we'll be really Bitcoin whaley. Maybe we'll be like billionaires, you know? On Call Your Girlfriend, my favorite podcast that you don't listen to, uh, there was a joke this week that you'd have loved, as usual. Uh, Amina got Movie Pass, and she was like, now I have Movie Pass, so basically I'm a movie whale. So, you know, let me know if you need any information about movies. The other host, Ann Friedman, of Call Your Girlfriend, was, no, she was like, I don't know how to explain this, but some of my friends talked me into MoviePass, so maybe now I will be the sort of person that watches movies. And I was like, I can completely imagine myself saying this. Like, if I lived in a community with my friends, like, I could absolutely see signing up for the MoviePass to be like, yeah, this will be great when we all see movies together. Well. This is... Abigail, where can people find us? They can find us on our website. Well, what's gr- our website? Bitcoin.com? Two girls talking Bitcoin dot club. No, it is not. <laughs> Although we should buy that because that's a pretty sweet website. 
It's just two girls talking to a club. Don't listen to her. She's lying. Though, I bet we could make an offshoot episode where you and I talked about Bitcoin. And, like, I, oh dude, we could, publish, that we could publish, like, five me? minutes every day and people would love us and hate us. Like, we would definitely quickly become hated. Yeah. But we would get some. We're, like, the market. The market right now but is, we could, like, this. Dude, we could like, get some yeah, good nightmare. listeners. Just side note. Something to think about. <laughs> Number one, check Coinbase. Number two, talk about findings. Number three, bemoan the fact we didn't buy Ethereum when it was $300. I mean, you could talk about all the articles you read, and I could be like, are we rich? At the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode, we'll like check in on how rich right. we are. We will continue this conversation after we finish off signing off on this podcast. Our website is actually twogirlstalking.club. On that website, you can click a link to join our Facebook group. It's a private exclusive group. It's very exclusive. It's very private. You will meet your soulmate there. We're not just guaranteeing it. We're super guaranteeing it. Um, Ashley Honore recently found her soulmate there. It's herself, but that's okay. You know, I mean, lots of people are meeting their soulmates there. There's quizzes. There's photos. I mean, but I mean, I thought we did enough at the end to keep people engaged. Like, it's not like we have a repeated credits yeah we're not like mark Marin. we're talking about squarespace but I mean squarespace i'll, I'll talk about but... you yep. all right well friends we'll see you uh again soon <laughs>